you know how to interpret the appearance of the earth and the sky. Why do you not know how to interpret the present time? So many times in our lives, we look to interpret the future. We seek signs from many different places. For a lot of you, that would be Y2K. For my generation, it would have been 2012, the end of the world, the end of the mind calendar. We begin to seek these signs and look for these things to prepare ourselves so that we can still live a life the way we want to, the way it's convenient for us. And so when we know that something bad is coming, the end of the world is coming, we can prepare ourselves effectively for that end time. But Jesus calls us and points out to us that shouldn't be the desire and want in our life. That shouldn't be the thing we're seeking to interpret and find. Because he points out to us the gifts that we have been receiving in our lives. The blessings that we have received. And he asks and challenges us, why aren't we interpreting that in our life? We see the struggles and suffering when we fall into sickness and illness. Why aren't we interpreting that and seeing how God loves us that much more? How can we offer that sacrifice, that suffering for another? How can we strengthen ourselves in that midst of that suffering? But instead, we see that suffering not as a gift, but the fact that God is punishing us and that he hates us. We've done something wrong to anger God and therefore he's made me ill. Or the fact that I'm struggling and facing difficulties at work. Same thing. God must be punishing us. I must be doing something wrong. If my family begins to fall apart because of communication, because of the lack of love, because of the lack of sacrifice, it's someone else's fault. It's someone else's wrongdoing. Why don't we spend the time to sit about, to meditate and think about how this is affecting everyone? How am I contributing to this issue? And how can I make this issue better? Because we look to interpret things that are irrelevant in our life. They're irrelevant because we lose sight of what our true goal, our true mission is, and where we're going. If our goal in life is to reach heaven, every day, every moment, and every second of our life should be a moment of reflection, of calling back to mind where God has been, how he's been present, and if we can't identify and see where he's at in our life, then to figure out why we're not able to do so. But when our end goal is the things of this world, is our death, then reflection has no point in it. Because why do we have to reflect? Because I'm just going to do what I am driven to do. I'm going to be driven by my desires. I'm going to be driven by pleasure. I'm going to be driven by wealth. And there's no need to look back at any of that. Because looking back at any of that requires me to look back at my frailty, my weakness, my brokenness, the errors and the faults that I have made, and that's not important. Forward pointing is 
most important in my life. But my dear brothers and sisters, sadly, death is not the end of our life. Death is the doors in which we enter into eternal life. So our eyes should always be oriented and pointed towards our eternal home, heaven. So every day and every moment of our life and everything that we do should always be oriented and pointed towards heaven. So let us begin and make it a habit, make it a virtue, make it a practice in our life to begin to recall and reflect on our day to reflect on the different moments of our life, to see where God has been, how God has made himself present, and how we can be more closely related, connected, and follow Christ in a more intimate way every day, every second of our life. Amen.